Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2023 is kind of wild to me. For one, is that what you Jordan? Yeah, it is. Is it? Well, it's not mine. What do you mean, my Jordan year? It's technically our Jordan year. Our Jordan year. But my golden year is when I'm 24. You already passed yours from 22. Yeah, but your Jordan year is like 23. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. In my in itself, I feel like it feels lucky. It does. But. What a year. I had so many people like have different opinions on like how this year went. Some people were like, it was awful. Yeah. Other people were like, oh, it was amazing. It was the best year of my life. Um, obviously post-COVID. Right. We're here to talk about it. We're here to talk about it. And we actually, if you didn't know, if you're not watching this podcast episode and you're listening, we are actually together in Yakima in our hometown. Riley is here for the holidays. It's a few days before Christmas. We are recording our end of the year episode to chat about our new year's resolutions chat about the year chat about the podcast just catch you guys up because i feel like we haven't had like a sit down conversation with you all and what the heck's going on and i feel like we have a few major updates on both of our end i'm like for one i'm like okay in order for us to update you on what's going on we really have to think on like what the heck happened what just happened it's not been really blank. I swear I was getting into 2022. I swear we were just like, I was just getting home from San Diego in December of 2021. And I feel like that was literally six months ago. No, I was looking at photos because I couldn't remember. Like we were planning for this episode. I could, re- could not remember January. And I look back and like, oh my gosh, we were still in school. Yeah. In January. And so I had to go through photos and I'm like, this felt like two years ago. How was it this year? And so we're going to, this episode is really just about dedicating um, a lot lot of time to storytelling. Yes. The good, the bad, the funny, like some of our favorite stories from the year, Um, a lot of lessons from the year. Um, And then we're also going to talk about planning for the next year. And yes, I know everybody gives so much slack to the New Year's resolution. Thing. Oh, we love it. Okay. I just a load about it. We're, we're vision board girlies. We're New Year's resolution girlies. I, I do say I had this conversation last week. Is like I've always been more of like a spontaneity girl. Like I always kind of like went with the flow of like where life chose to lead me. But I think there is a certain power in manifesting things. So that's like a new practice that I really want to really take seriously. Yeah. What better way to do it than with you guys? And starting podcast. fresh in the new year. Also, exactly. cheers to that because we have cheers our Aperol Spritz. Thank you, Mom, for making us Aperol Spritz for yes. this. We're also in her studio, so shout out to her. Like this, really <laughs> nice studio. One thing new with my mother is that she started acting this year after a long time lifetime goal that she's always wanted to do, and she's always taken care of us. And so now we're seeing the benefits of her following her dream and having a professional studio to work out of. So. Every once in a while, you'll see us in here like you did with our lovely Thanksgiving photo that we posted on our Instagram, by the way. Instagram at Fatty's Being Business. Thank you. So fun. <laughs> but this is so fun and we love. We literally want to make these, like make our offices in the future like this so then we can have like more of a presentation because it's yeah. fun. It makes it more exciting. So hopefully that's another thing in the year. <laughs> Hopefully, have cute offices that we can have cute backdrops of. I know. So, if you had to put like a theme, like a couple words to this year, what would it be? For one, oh, I feel like that's a good way. That to was start. a really. I didn't. I didn't get it prepped out before I we jumped into the video. I know, so, or, to... I didn't get it prepped out before we jumped into the. Um, even or, though I wrote like five paragraphs already, none of them was that question. You know. So thanks, is, you guys. Um, for those who are watching, 
<laughs> this was my planning sheet. I'll give you mine. Hi's mine. <laughs> if there's like, I think I work best with um under 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 pressure situation. But anyways, if I personally had to put a few words to this year, I would be like surprising. Oh, yeah, and pivotal. Oh, pivotal is really good. Uh, yeah, I was like trying to think of a word in that sense because I was thinking like. Well, this year has been a lot of change. It's been a lot of like navigating different situations that I haven't navigated. So yeah, pivoting, I think, is a really big one for me. I think on that, probably, oh, educational, maybe. Like, I feel like I learned a lot about myself and about like what I want for myself in the next, you know, three to five years. And I think growth is a big one i mean i did a lot of growing this year and i'd say i feel like this year is like a core memory like i feel like i'm gonna remember a lot of what happened in this year mm-hmm. for a while does that make sense oh yeah i always said that 22 was gonna be a big year for one yeah. it's my, it was my like my basketball number my Our- volleyball number my favorite number it's also kind of a lucky number, number. Mm-hmm. just works out that way yes my family number always has been my family grew up using the number 22 like my siblings myself like between right like, like that's also another reason why we're besties we're literally that's our angel numbers and stuff. i know <laughs> if that was even yeah 222 so i think it worked out exactly how we thought it would oh, excuse me exactly how we thought it would be yeah. um i think it'd be fun to talk about like some of your favorite memories okay core memories Me too. funny yes. stories yes what happened hey okay. i think do you want to start about me to start do you have one in mind well I'd say, like, I feel like not funny stories yet. I feel like those are going to come once I, like, start sparking my memory a little bit more because you're right, a lot of things happen. I think something that was, like, really, really big for me this year was, well, I haven't told anybody yet. So if you follow me on Instagram, on my personal Instagram, then you might know that my boyfriend got a job in Kansas City. And through a lot of thought and consideration and everything in between, we visited a little bit after I visited Riley in October, and we decided to move to Kansas City. So, your girl, Kansas is moving to Kansas City, cross-country, in less than a month. Exactly. So, sorry for that mic drop. But I think, anyways, just to, like, start that conversation, I think that has been, like, one of the craziest, this has been one of the craziest experiences. It was, like, going into San Diego, like, not knowing what to expect, knowing that there was going to be a lot of change. But I feel a lot more ready for this one. I feel like we've known about this potential opportunity for quite a while. So it's been like the anticipation of it has been great because I've been able to kind of prepare and get a little bit, you know, of my wits organized beforehand. But I think that is like something in this year obviously hasn't happened quite yet. But I think it's going to be like the coolest experience and prepping for it's been awesome. But to kind of backtrack... I'd say, honestly, starting in my career after graduation has been kind of like the absolute craziest journey already. And I say that because I had started in my first position as a social media specialist for an agency for like the first time. And getting that like raw experience first thing out of college was like the absolute opposite of what I was expecting. Well, for what I wrote down for, like, the previous year, 
has been my like biggest I would say like either milestones or like crazy journeys that I went on was first getting my first job in the industry that threw a lot of curveballs in my direction like really establishing my worth I feel like one thing that I learned in like my first couple months of being in the industry I'm in which is digital marketing and that whole world I'm in social media obviously you guys know that but essentially what I feel like I've learned the most has been like how to stick up for myself in the workplace and I feel like that's not something that is talked about enough I know that it's been a little bit more with like you know our topics with imposter syndrome and our topics with like you know just having women and you know just everybody on that are high entrepreneurs that have been you know they show the raw side of the challenges of starting a business and those kind of things so we have been fortunate enough to like have that perspective but not everybody gets it full on like especially in the beginning I feel like sometimes you're a newbie and you're getting it and you don't really yeah. know how to establish yourself and we're like still like so oh. new like we're so new we don't know what we're talking no. about like we are just, so much to learn we're students of life yes. and we like kind of started this whole thing and talking to people every single week which we'll talk about like who we've met this year right. um it's like kind of like our um cheat code it totally or like expanding our knowledge at a way faster pace and like you know, like the people say, like time is correlated to how much you know. Well, like we're trying to break that by having a podcast and talking to people every single week. And so that's like the whole point of it all. And so what Ken's is saying, like it's such an important topic to talk yes. about. And I feel like it's something that we want, we are definitely a lot more aware of given that we've had exposure to other like entrepreneurs and business people and professionals and founders. So. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think it's, it's I'm really fortunate I know Riley can say the same to just like have this community because I feel like we're the luckiest parts of this podcast to be able to say and listen to all these amazing stories and like the positives the negatives everything in between and but to experience it in your own like personal life and then being able to apply what we've learned and what we've learned just from other people in our life as well outside of the podcast has been really like helpful for me personally when I've been going through all that stuff. So when I was, it was like, okay, no, I know that this makes me feel like it's like any other bad instinct. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't make you feel good. What can I do to change this? Why is this happening? Et cetera, et cetera. So that was something that I was very fortunate as much as it was hard going through it in the moment of like struggling to stick up for myself and having those really hard conversations with people who you know, were in my like job basically higher up. Um, it really taught me how to be the person I am today in and outside of work. Mm -hmm. I feel like it challenged me a lot. And if you know me like personally, for those out there who have known me forever, Riley, I am like the least confrontational person there ever was. I'm I look up to Riley so much and other people in my life. That are so just like, uh-uh, this is not how it goes and I'm going to tell you about it. Like, no, I'm always like the in silence type. So it was like really cool to reflect back on and like be like, oh, I did that this year. That's awesome. So self-plugged to myself. Exactly. <laughs> but I think in general, it's just a really important message to remember. And I'm really grateful that I was able to like, as much as it was hard, I'm glad that I was able to witness that firsthand. So that's why I'd say like one of the like, the deeper signs of like what I learned in 2023 was like 
really how to advocate for myself in all aspects of life and really working on that part of myself to be better for myself professionally, personally, for other people in my life, for my loved ones, et cetera. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I still got room to grow. Everybody does and everybody changes themselves. But yeah, we're literally 22. Like, we're literally 22. We act. Like, so you make it best to you. So. <laughs> like, you're, I mean, I've heard like 40 year olds who are like still saying, like, they still feel like they haven't even started. Right. That's like one thing I look back. And so like one time I what, what this is this is kind of crazy for me to say. And this is like one of the reflection points I'm really glad I get to talk about. So like think, thanks to my boss, who was like a Forbes 30 under 30 venture capital standout page. Don't hurry, girl. Dad. She brought me to my very first Forbes conference this year back in October. And we were it was like after the conference and I was sitting at this bar and I was talking to a friend of hers and she was also a Forbes um, standout and she works in film production and she, I was talking to her I'm like what is like the the Forbes you know award mean to you and and like does it change you like what does it mean to you it's for her and she said like it really just like felt like the beginning like you're very shocking wow her. like she felt like she just got started like she's in the very beginning of her journey and here I am you know like people look up to these people and like of course it's under 30 so they're young but, like, they, you look up to these people, and they've done so much with, like, the very little time they've had. And for them to say, like, they just got started is, like, very, like, what's this thing? Like, uh, sobering? Yeah, sobering or, like, uh, a breath of fresh air almost because mm -hmm. I think that's so interesting. I think we had this conversation, I believe, with Erica at one point. Which yeah. We had her on the podcast with the idea of, like, we look up to people who, I mean, Riley and I, I feel like do this all the time we look up to our guests so much and that's great but I think it's so amazing to be able to see them and who they are as like people what they you know what their deepest aspirations are their morals like they're basically their foundation and it's so similar to like us like we look at people who are doing extraordinary things and they are probably 99% of the time in the position of like what can I do more of or what can I like, I'm still not at my peak. This is just the beginning. Like, for someone in Forbes 30 under 30 to say that is like, oh, my gosh. What? So you don't have to figure it out either? But, yeah, you just, you know. And so I think that's really, it's one humbling and one breath of fresh air. It's like another one of those lessons you're really glad that you hear very yes. early on. And not everyone gets to have. And so that's, like, why I'm sharing it with you guys. And so this is, that brings me to, like, lesson, the biggest lesson for me from this year would be very obviously very career oriented but for me it feels a lot deeper than that so like i would say like back in like my last semester of my senior year which was you know january through um may um i would say like i was very i was very like proud of the work i did and i was very excited it felt so chaotic that for sure because like at the time we had a director who dropped or who like moved on into other things and so we as a student staff were like just trying to figure out and at that time i like I feel like I look back and I I thought I had a good glimpse of what life could look like and what life was really all about and like well, how difficult the world could be. <laughs> that sounds so naive for me to like hear that back. Like you don't us. know any better though. So like for you better. to have that perspective, it's like that's only where you have currently like yeah been and seen and done. And so you can't fault yourself for a little of you being like, you know, naive because yeah. that means that you're like, oh my gosh, no, the like I was able to now have this perspective of wow, my eyes are wide open and I see yeah. so much more. It's like A D after graduation and B G. Yes. 
before graduation. Before graduation. So that's BG before graduation. And I, <laughs> I really appreciate those experiences though, because I was doing stuff like I met the founder of Blocker Fish Tacos and we had a yeah. dinner with him. Thank you to SDSU Development <laughs> Program for helping us set that up. Um, and being able to talk to people who have extraordinary success in their career and do that very like early on. Um, and then you go, you graduate and you start your job. And so for me, when I started my job, um, so chief of staff, like a lot of people, like I, I was talking to like executive assistants before and a lot of them were like, I want to become a chief of staff. And when I was, I will admit, like when I was being hired, I didn't, I didn't know what a chief of staff was beyond like governmental role of managing people. But like, then I started to learn more. And so I talked to some like certain EAs and there's so, like, this is like a big thing. Like within the EA versus chief of staff role, like the chief of staff role is so ambiguous and depends general genuinely depends on the organization like you're in, and also it depends on like two chief of staffs in a single organization can be have completely different jobs. Interesting. It's so so it's so dynamic, and so I talked to one of them and they were saying that they wanted the chief of staff role for the title, and I was like essentially got down boiled down to like the title of it because she felt like it was easier that way to um, transition her career. Which is honestly not completely wrong, but it's also like, I feel like there's a lot of things she could have done with like her skill set. And like, I feel like that's something I, that was like very eye-opening for me because like, I, I definitely think in the beginning, I was like really just trying to figure out like what my identity was in the early, my early career, specifically through like my role. And it can be difficult when your role is so dynamic and it changes on the day-to-day basis or changes like on the month month basis, but I feel like it's very like, it's extraordinary um, position to have when you're first graduating. So, but something like personally, as like a 22 year old girl, just like anyone else, like I wouldn't say I'm not like above average intelligence. I wouldn't say like I grew up in Yakima. Like, there's nothing like that. I went to SDSU, didn't go to like Stanford or anything like that. And there was like a lot of those mental biases or like, can I really live up to like how fancy this title sounds? Or like, can I really live up to the standards that like, are like naturally placed on like certain certain roles and so i i think something i really had to learn from this year was just like i'm like self-sabotaging the heck out of myself like crazy yeah and it's like hard because you're going to be surrounded by accomplished people and there's a lot of considerations with that like for one they can just be that confident they may have the same amount of time in the business as you are but it really does measure out to like the confidence yeah. that you have because like confidence involves being confident enough to talk to the people that are more educated or experienced or learned more and being able to talk to them and it's okay to feel stupid mm-hmm. like i think the people who drive are actually the ones who are okay with sounding stupid right because they ask the questions a lot sooner um and so like that was like something i had learned like just humble myself and just like i don't have to like live up to the certain standard because, like, I know that, like, I'm going to be here, but there's always, like, a pathway and a stepping stool to get to, like, here. For those who are listening, I just, you know, ladder. <laughs> um, I would say that's, like, like my biggest professional lesson from this year. It's just, like, and it's something I'm still practicing. It's just, like, I mean, I won't, we've only been full-time, like, since, for me, since July. Yeah. But um, just being comfortable and being confident and, like, being, it's okay. Like everything's like wherever you are really genuinely is okay. And there's like, it truly is just about like really super comfortable yeah. with like being just feeling like scared. 
yeah like discomfort it's okay to be like scared and um being scared doesn't have to stop the progress it has to become a part of the recipe yes but it's true it's true as a foodie fear has to become a part of the recipe not the thing that burns it down i agree i think what i what stuck out to me about that story is the idea just with your role in in whatever it could be your role in your career your role as a parent your role as a sister or a role as like whatever hat you wear in that current Mm -hmm. moment i think it's hard to not compare yourself to the success of others yeah and being able to distinguish a different identity from like i feel like yeah chief of staff when you hear it it can come across as like oh my gosh this is like a big a big deal and i think as you evolve and as positions change or as even your like ability to do that position changes i think that this will still evolve and you're still gonna like have times where you're gonna feel defeated or you're gonna feel like oh my gosh i'm not doing this right or you know put out those mental blocks for yourself but knowing that at the end of the day it's like no i was given this opportunity for a reason i worked my butt off i deserve this and just having those reminders especially like when you surround yourself with people who are supporting you like mm-hmm. your team is really awesome from what i've heard and in the support system they're solid shout out guys shout, shout out guys, guys. <laughs> i don't even know all of you but i know you guys are awesome because <laughs> you treat my best you good <laughs> and so it's just like i think everybody's gonna have those hardships of mental blocks it's just finding those little things that you're like no i'm proud of myself for this let me focus mm-hmm. on that let me take it and run with it because yeah that's something I wonder is like the previous generation did they think so much about all of this like oh, or are we just like a very thoughtful like a very aware thinking or aware yeah overthinking, overthinking generation I don't know but anyway so there's like a lot it's of fun so I would say I'm like I'm gonna have that cover my overarching lesson from the years just like don't self-sabotage yourself and just kind of like vibe and just like stick up for yourself yeah. whatever it is advocate for yourself as much as you can and like let yourself thrive let things come to you let life happen i feel like sometimes we get so caught up in the idea of trying to control things i mean i'm speaking for my fully right now no trying to control every situation it's like no sometimes i'm like you need to step back and watch your life happen from an outside perspective Mm -hmm. because it really does like totally humble you yeah and the scariest thing too is like when you're doing something and you especially in like um like a corporate setting you're just like i have to act this way right. and say this thing and do be this, this way i have to act older than i am and it's just like Ugh. i just like wish i like just sat down and i'm glad i'm actually i mean i'm, I'm still young i'm still early on and just sitting down and be like you gotta redefine what the role looks like to your uh, like identity and, like, I feel like when you feel, like, most yourself is when you do the best work. And it's something, like, I'm going to continuously be, like, learning. Like, where are the lines to, like, like set? Yeah. And boundaries to set of, like, what, you know, what's, like, a, the crossover of appropriate slash... Um, Professional. It's like, a, it's, like, appropriate with the setting and a, still aligned with, like, what I care most yeah. about. Because, like, you can make certain sacrifices. You're going to have to make certain yeah. sacrifices. But it's, like, there are certain sacrifices you just should not make. Yeah. So, um, 
But overall, like this is supposed to be very positive. It sounds like a really scary message. This is just our like the positivity of it is like (laughs) this is like all learned within the matter of six months, which I think is like I think that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I think this is a good way for us to tell you, like you all, if you feel up to it, uh, self-reflect on your past six months in a year and like shout yourself out for all the good stuff that you did, regardless Mm -hmm. of how hard they were, because we're all human. We all go through crazy stuff and tough, man. We deserve to be like, give ourselves a pat on the back for all the good stuff that we do, you know? So pat yourself on the back, baddies. I really do want to talk about, though, our favorite no, memories. Let's talk about our favorite memories from this year. Let's okay. go, go, go. I'll, I'll fire. start. Rapid fire. Okay. So, um, one of my favorite memories, oh, I have, like, small ones and big ones. So, and one of those really cool moments I've had very recently. So, last week, can I tell you about this? I don't know. The message in the bottle. No. So, last week. So, last week I found, I was pumping my gas at the SDSU gas station. And all of a sudden, I look down, and I see a glass bottle by the trash can. And on the side of it, it says, read me. And I'm like, okay, this either can be laced with fentanyl or a really cool adventure. There's no in between. So you know, I already picked it up, and I opened it, and I read it, and Sylvia was with me at this time. Oh, yeah. And so she was like, what? She's like, I love this. I love it. Like. Chris, straight up with Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> so I open it up and I read it. And I read it. It's from an 18-year-old girl from SDSU who has actually come from Washington. And she is... No, it's not. Well, that was random. And it was writing about how like she was like trying to identify herself as a human. And like, she's trying to find her identity as a human. But overall, she's like, I hope wherever you are in reading this, like, I hope you're doing well. And I look down at the note and there's a phone number at the bottom. And that's how I knew she was from Washington because she had an area code that was in Washington. And so I called up. I called the number. You know, I mean, as one does. Why would she get the number? Call the number. A stranger from a bottle, from a note in the bottle. I know. So I called it. And we were talking to her a little bit. And she had just dropped out of school like that day. And I was like, oh my God, like we need to talk. Because I was like, I moved from Washington. Like, I know what it feels like to go into a completely different culture and types of people and people like you. Well, it was easier to make friends at home because everyone knows everyone. Right. But in a big town, because she did grow up in a small town. But in a big town, it's tough. And so it's just like we, we got to talking and we had a brunch set up that, that Saturday, like last Saturday. And we were going to meet and I didn't meet up with her because like we had some like health issues happen. Uh, but I think that was like one of my favorite memories because it's just like one of those random things. It's just like, who knows where this adventure may lead us now. And it's just like, I hope, I hope that it can like be like a small like message to her mm-hmm. of like, there's going to be people who don't know you who will care. Right. Like who will care about like how you feel as a human. So that was one of my favorite memories. So I can't even top that. That's amazing. That's so, that happened like last week. Oh my gosh. So, so random. Cool. Um, I wish the brunch worked out. Because she's moving back home on the twenty seventh. Where's she from? Um, I don't want to give too much away on the Tuesday, but West or East? West. Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But cool. Wow, that's that's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Well, if you listen to this podcast, if you happen to stumble upon it, we are wishing you the best. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna call you back. I promise. I got I got your phone number. I'm calling you. You can be pen pals. I know. Bring back pen pals. Twenty twenty three. Bring back pen pals. Pen pal era. 
I feel like I'm going to be a little bit more general just because I feel like the last couple of months have been just like really great with a bunch of filled memories. Um, I'd say probably one of my favorites has been like, let me do like one at the beginning of the year and then one towards like the end of the year. So like beginning of the year, I feel like my memories were surrounded by like living in my apartment with my roommate Emma and in Tri-Cities, finishing out school, like having... um that routine and being in that space was really fun i loved like that kind of translates to what i'm excited for for kansas city which is like having well one my boyfriend again shout out his way um and then also being able to like make and space my own again and having like routines and feeling inspired by those routines um and then i'd say like towards the end of the year I have a, I feel like a lot of my like favorite memories came from like the end of the year because I was really doing a lot more than I was at the beginning of the year. I'd say like probably my favorite was my month long trip or one of my favorites was my month long trip to San Diego slash LA slash Kansas City. Um, I visited Riley for like a week and a half and then I went to LA to visit my cousin. Um, I went to Harry Styles, which oh my gosh, almost forgot about that. That was like probably one of my favorite memories just because I adore him. Um, and then just traveling especially was like amazing. But I think the absolute top has been was probably my Thanksgiving this year. Because as some of you know, um, I won't actually be super personal. But basically this Thanksgiving, my whole family on my mom's side came home. Um, and we just had an amazing time. My grandma's been sick, and so having like the chance to all be together in one space and just have a bunch of memories flood in for that it just was really special for me and so I think in that as well just being home the last four months and getting to soak up a bunch of time with my family has been awesome so I think the past four months was like the best month of months of my year being home getting to hang out with my family being able to go to my sister's basketball games spend time with my siblings spend time with my parents um go to san diego visit riley visit my boyfriend visit other families and just or other people in my family and just like soak up a bunch of family time was just like all in and of itself like one big memory and so a lot of things in that were like super good so it's not as specific as riley's but i think i just had a lot of really fun like wow let me take this back and i'm really gonna remember this and like this really touched my heart being able to like you know have these opportunities like for me to be able to go to california for a whole month was really fun being able to like have all my family in one spot for a little while before like i moved to kansas city is just really special to me and so i think just a lot of towards the end of the year involves a lot of really amazing memories that i just will cherish forever so i think this is one of those i think because i'm getting so like I don't even know the term, but I am getting ready to like totally uproot my life and change so much about my life that being really present has been something that I've been really grateful to have. And all the memories that I've made, I've been grateful to have because so much is going to change soon. Like in literally a month, I year is insane. so insane. Like, <laughs> I mean, a move in and of itself, as people know, who have moved, you know, cross country to a different state, like it's a lot. And so what is I'm your, just super excited. I'm curious, like, what's your biggest... Okay. Yeah. What are you most excited about okay. being in KC? Okay. What are you most scared about? Ooh, that's a really good question. I'd say what I'm most excited about, and I kind of, like, touched on this in, like, my, my favorites, my, my memories, is um, one thing about me is that 
I love living at, obviously there's pros and cons to living at home. There's, I obviously want to be with my boyfriend. Like it's a very like toss of a, you know, toss of the dime. Like I want both, but I can't have both. <laughs> so one thing that I feel like I have been craving again is having like, I'm a, not always the best with routines, but when I establish a routine, I get very like into it. And so when like I was living at my apartment previously, it was nice to be able to like have my own routine and like have my own space that I can really create my like oh my parents I want to be you know mindful of their space too and like I can't make the entire space my own but having so to be able to like make Josue and I's place our own and be able to um have those routines that's like something I'm super excited for environment Mm -hmm. is like a huge thing for me and so being able to like you know have that is something I'm really excited for that obviously being in a city is something that I love. I'm going to be another I'm city girl again. I know. And so getting to explore all of Kansas City and do all of that, I'm really excited for. Plus, Kansas City is located in a really prime area that traveling to places like, you know, all over the East Coast, New York, D.C., Boston, you know, even down to Florida or Europe traveling. Like, I feel like however duration of time Josue and I are in um, KC, I'm going to be able to travel so much easier because sometimes yeah. it's hard to like fly yeah. into from Washington to like New York. So expensive. So to our New York girlies. So to our New York girlies. We're coming for you. We are because Riley's going to come meet me in New York. We're yeah. going to have our New York era. You know, there's like <laughs> there's a group of my friends who are like wanting to go for birthdays and there's like work trips and they're all like pointing towards New York. It's like perfect timing. It's perfect timing. And that's something I was having a conversation with not only Riley but a couple of the people in my life and I'm like I love to travel and so the east coast has been a harder area for me to touch over there it's like I go to California multiple times a year I go to Arizona like pretty often like I've been to a lot of places like in the east or on the west coast and traveling the east coast or abroad has been a little bit I mean obviously with the pandemic it's been challenging but now being able to like have no excuse like I'm literally in Kansas City like two a two-hour flight from New York like there's absolutely no excuse it's no different than me you know getting on a plane to go to San Diego Washington so I'm just super excited for those experiences and then you know obviously I've never lived anywhere other than Washington and California so that's super exciting so I think everything in that you know exploring bubble traveling bubble new experiences new environment I'm just super stoked for that and everything that in between I'm also going to Mexico so that's like kind of a side note but i'm just wanting to travel a lot in the new year that's one of my resolutions we'll get into in a little bit mm-hmm. so i'm just excited that that's going to be something i can actually you know run with and do oops <laughs> and obviously Josue loves to travel too and my friends love to travel and my family will gladly meet me somewhere hopefully so it'll be fun mm-hmm. but i'd say that like my my biggest fear fear is that what you said Ooh. Honestly, not to get really deep, but I'm gonna miss like my home like a lot. I'm a huge That's homebody. Totally reasonable. And even when I was in San Diego, I I flew home twice. I was gone for six months, and I flew home twice. Like That's a good amount. I it, I think so too. But I had no plans of even going home at all. But I ended up doing that. And obviously, like my brother, our brothers were in like their senior year of high school. Like, there was a lot going on. It was a very like big year, so it made sense. But. I just know I'm going to miss them a lot and it's going to be hard not being an hour away from my family or like, you know, from downstairs because I live upstairs in their house right now. Like, yeah, it's going to be really hard. So I'd say that. And then 
yeah, I think that part. But there's also something so beautiful to be said about that because I love living with my family and I've soaked up every moment of it. But I've also I also know that this is so incredibly important for me to do. And I've been itching for like a new experience. And so when this, you know, came up for Josue and I to move, it was like a no brainer that I work remote. I can do my job from wherever I can, you know, take this time and be really selfish and, you know, move across the country because I don't have kids. I don't have anything holding me down. Like I'm I'm fresh. You know, it's like when we were talking about when we graduated, like we're we have no ties to anything. Obviously, we are very family oriented. So like, oh, my that's it. That's a a must for us but that was hard it's really sure. hard but we don't have anything like school's not keeping us in a certain city you know well, X, we, both work online, yeah. and we both work online so it was just like a no-brainer and so that part obviously with the really amazing part of being able to do something new i'm obviously gonna miss my family and i'm gonna miss mm-hmm. being you know so yeah. connected with them and connected with other people who i'm close with like friends from home and yeah. you know those just common normal fears and things and like the things when you know you need to call your mom up but she's not or like you need to go cry to your mom but you can't go mom or like i need to go have a heart to heart with my dad like i gotta do that over the phone like you know and so things like that but i also know that like i'm also so happy because Josue and i haven't lived together consistently for like over a year now and so to be able to like have our own space again and really be able to start a new chapter together is just super, super exciting as well. So there's a lot of things I definitely rambled. I'm super excited for just everything about it. I know I'm going to be in two weeks probably sobbing because I like you know, two more weeks. But it's like a big slap in the face of reality. A, it like, is. Point blank. <laughs> like that's what it is. Like if literally you're, if you're a small town girly, mm-hmm. like I'm going to like as two small town girlies yep. moving out of their hometown. Do yep. it. I do need- it. Do it. Like, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm like, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Some people hate it and some mm-hmm. people want to do it. And that's fine. But, yeah. like, I would say, like, from experience, like, right. it's the best thing I did oh. for myself. And it's I still just... have a great, like, connection with my parents. Like, your values are always going to stick with you wherever you go. So, if that yeah. means you need to fly home yeah, multiple times a year because that is something you value, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. And it's going to work out okay. Like, one thing I've been trying not to do is restrict myself just based on things that I fear. Like, I'm really been, you know, putting into the discomfort of things lately. And this is just another opportunity for me to do that. And yeah. I think mentally preparing myself that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be miserable for a little while. I know it's going to be really hard, but then I have so much positivity to look at, like living with my boyfriend, exploring a new city, like new city. Then I'm like, okay, no, recheck in. You can be sad. You can be, you can miss your family. You can be all the sad things, but you got this. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be fine. And yeah. you have so much to experience. So, and another thing that like, like I believe consider also, and I feel like we're, we're, this is the last thing I'll say, and then we'll get back to the yes. episode is like, there, when you have, there's like hard things that happen at home and you're not around yeah. to do it, um, to be around for it. So, like, that happens a lot. And so, it's like, for example, like, like people, like family members passing away or like just like chaos. That's like probably one of the hardest parts about being away from home. Is like you're not there directly to be there, like to support. Yes. But it's like, I'm so dude, glad that you brought that up because that is something that it's 100. percent has been a very hard thing. It's it's hard, but it's like it you is. know, there's like a lot, a lot of people. But it's also like a lot of people do it. Right. Like there's a lot of people who've moved away from their families for the better betterment of themselves and the lifestyle they want to live. And it's a sacrifice you have to make, but it's like 
if you're super family oriented, it just makes it's like about finding time to fly home mm-hmm. and checking out, making finding time to call. People. Yeah, like you're on a drive. Okay, yeah. call your family. Call, yeah, I think that's like a big mistake I've made a lot. It's like just like taking those little like travel times to like call your family members mm-hmm. more, and it means so much to them. Um, but that's like something you're just like just a fact of life. It is. It sucks, but and I know that like I don't think anybody that's don't know i at least i'm saying for myself my family is so incredibly supportive regardless of how much they're gonna miss me regardless of how much they want to be selfish and keep me home they want me to grow and thrive and do things for myself and that means moving across the country that means moving across the country so i'm excited for her if i'm being honest like i think this is gonna be great for her i knew how much that i loved moving away yeah and so i know she's excited about Mm -hmm. it and also like none of us have been to kc like this is if she were to move to San Diego, like, it's still her story, but, like, we, she, it, it would have been different. And it would have like, been different. And, sure. and now I go, you're going to KC, you're discovering mm-hmm. it, and I get to come visit. Yes. So it's like. It's just a new place for everybody in my life to explore. And that's and on partnership. That's on partnership. Sorry, Josue. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Uh, but back to the episode, mm-hmm. there's, like, a few more memories. I just, like, I love recapping on this year because, yes. like. We don't know what's going to happen in the new year. We have plans for it, but I feel like we can't forget. Like, like you, it's about the future. Like, you can't live in the past, but yeah. we can always indulge in the the night or like the the happy memories. So I would just like at least like one more. Go I for feel it. like I I because I shared a ton because you were very specific with your first one, and then I went. <laughs> I was like, Bing, 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 Bing. I know, and not super specific. So like, what? just rapid fire a few that you're like start at the beginning of the year. So, like, what did you do in, like, you know, March-ish? What did you, didn't you, you traveled a bunch this year. You had a lot of really oh, yeah. cool memories with that. A lot of travel. After graduation. Like, yeah. So, like, when it comes to the traveling thing, went to New York in January. Went to Italy, Amsterdam. Um, oh, my God. That's how that sucks. Um, Italy, Amsterdam. I went to three countries. Amsterdam. Oh, it's- but like for the like in the traveling way, I would say like one of my favorite core memories of the year. Yeah. Like like I'd have to encapsulate shoot, I have to like I know. I'll tell two ones but quicker because I know I can go <laughs> deep into story. That's so, how I am I rambled. I know. The one so one of my like lifetime goals as of now. As of now, because I I don't I'm understand sure. the intricacies and the difficulties of for <laughs> one starting a winery. I would love to start a winery in my lifetime. And there's a lot of science and artistic ability and choices and decisions and ev- everything that goes to a winery mm-hmm. the barrels you use like right types everything. of grapes types of where you grow your grapes how long yes but they mm-hmm. marinate how long they grow how mm-hmm. but i'm like a huge wino like I, i'm like an amateur wino but i love wine mm-hmm. but one of my favorite core memories from this year was when we went to uh, um tuscany so we went to tuscany and this was like big for me. Like I was so freaking excited. Also because of the movie Under the Tuscan Sun. I'm a huge movie girly too. Like I love movies. Um, and we just got the last. We went on this bus tour and we went to all these different wineries. And it was like pasta and food and cheese and blah blah blah. And we're like sipping wine and they give you unlimited wine. And all my one of my favorite memories on this trip is a bunch of us stranger tourists just absolutely just getting twisted. <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona. 
That was the other one. I hate that. I'm so bad. Man, one. sorry. I had to. I was going to lose it. No, I, had to, I was going to lose it. I did get a list on it. That was really good, too. I'm sorry. Okay. That's where you went. <laughs> but I'm just saying, so, like, my one of my favorite memories in Tuscany was, like, we were a bunch of strangers from the beginning, and by the end, we were twisted up, filled with pasta. We would, my specific table would go and like steal wine from the other tables who did not finish their wine. And we were like, You guys are crazy. Like, why are you not finishing your wine? It was Italian wine. They shot herself in the foot, like, for that in the end because, like, we're all a bunch of twisted up strangers hugging up on each other and like taking photos in the back balcony. And like, we, it was just like, it was a beautiful moment. I love that. Like, I think that's like something I'm like, I, I think that well, kind of beautiful changed. moments would change or change her. Beautiful moments with strangers. Like, I know. I think that's, like, what changed. Like, so I feel cool. like that changed a lot after the pandemic. A lot of people, like, were a lot yeah. more resistant to being so friendly with strangers and being comfortable talking to people. But, I mean, obviously, we have wine to help with that. But I feel like that's something that we can focus on more as people. Absolutely. Like, Connecting with Like, others. everyone wants to, like, talk to people. And I feel like it's just, like, just a, just a you know, something that yeah. everyone has. Something. I know. Yeah. But that was, like, a good, that was a fun core memory. That all there's like lessons deep in there. You can well, pick it out with yourself, but whatever. <laughs> Digest it as you will. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I love it. Oh, well, are we wanting to get into our New Year's resolutions now? Yeah. Okay. Well, should we just like ping back and forth? I say one, pink. you say one. Okay. Well, pink. I want to hear yours. I have, we haven't so, talked about it. Let so. me pull up my listy list here. So I had a couple that were like personal, I had a couple that were professional and i think i'm just gonna like toss them around whatever um i feel like this one i kind of already really broadly mentioned was travel i really want to travel to at least minimum three places this year where get in there girl oh get it stop it valid valid <laughs> let me let me keep going um well i'm already going to one so we knocked that off list so maybe three more so maybe five that's four but five finds more like a solid number you know so i'm going to mexico in january so it's my first time traveling internationally i've never been out of the country ever i mean if you call like joe i got it in san diego that was one of my my big monumental steps is i got my passport did my thing so i'm going to mexico with Josue's family Mm -hmm. in january that's going to be like Fresh off the year, super fun. I'm very excited for that. Actually, I'm going to two different countries. We're going to. Is your going to? Yes. All the besties are going. I know. Too bad you can't bring Riley. I can just pack her okay. in a suitcase. I think it's, it'll be fine. It's a tough thing. Nobody will mind. It's, Nobody will mind. It's a tough thing about her dating into like the family of yeah. both of our best friends. Yes. Sometimes Riley gets left out, and it's just it's just how it is. It's just how it is. We still love her. Anyways, we're going to taste her the entire time. <laughs> so mexico for sure i obviously said i really want to go to new york so definitely just trying to get hit a couple places in on the east coast specifically like new york i have aunt in boston so that'd be super fun i've always wanted to go to dc yeah my my mom my dad's sister um and then i'd love to try to like at least if i'm not going to europe this year i am going to have a trip planned to go to europe this year in 2024 so, like, if I have to plan, you know, end of next year. So, I think just with life, not slowing down because life never slows down, but just being a little bit more settled in a way because this way and I are going to be definitely in Kansas City for a little bit of time, at least a year, probably close to a year to three years. So, um, since we're going to be, like, you know, sticking there for a little while just to be able to, like, 
take that time to travel and explore Kansas City and the surrounding states and anywhere and everywhere is just something that I really want to plan for because I just think it's going to, we're going to be together again. There's not going to have that stress of like, okay, I need to go. I want to travel, but we also want to just like meet each other where one of us are, things like that. So um, I think the goal, the big takeaway of that is to make a bunch of memories while I'm young. Hence why I'm moving to a new place is what I mean. Um, and then I'd say, oh no, I'm done with that first one. It's Riley's turn. She has to say her first one now. So mine's traveling. So I said, okay, I felt like I, so I wrote down kind of like lifetime ones and I'll kind of like save those because those are very hard to track right now. Um, but I was for like a professional goal for me or personal, we're doing personal, personal, personal goal for me in this next year. It's like very finance, personal finance oriented. So I have like, there's like a lot of goals, you know, we have, I've been going to like some real estate events and like kind of gathering information on like how to like start the investing journey, nice. following accounts, like reading, yes. like all those things. Um, but like it really starts off with like finances in it. Oh. And so it's like um, being a, like more conscious. And like, I think that's one thing is like, I can sometimes be just like, do I really need that? And then I'll end up doing it because I'm like, oh, you only live once. But really, you know you can't afford it you got you can f- figure out another way to do it like it's just yeah. like you need to make more money figure out a way to make more money and that's this is like a call to action for me because it's just like i want to build that mindset better it's just like if i i don't want to just have like one like solution yeah to every purchasing decision yeah. it's like do i really need that oh if i don't need that okay can i do i know a friend that would have to be able to help me get that for a better price do i know somebody that can help me get a better price like figure out like these other avenues of acquiring like mm-hmm. assets or getting things done yeah so it's like just more in like a structured thing like still doing what you're doing taking the harder route yeah like financially like mm-hmm. making the harder decisions and rather than like going for what's easy especially being like a young adult like we have like the privilege of being able to start here and now right with our financial goals and so like for me it's like that's what i like, I want to be very, very conscious of. Yeah. Especially since it's, like, our first time, like, having a full-time job. Well, that's so good of you to be, like, aware of those things early on. Even if you're not able to, like, fully dive into them yet. Because, obviously, we're young and we're not making yeah. millions yet or, you know, things like that. And so being... But at least, like, knowing that you want to strive for that structure in the new year, I think it's really cool to yeah. not I mean, not more... Like, I think this is our prop to say... We, I think everybody should be ahead of you. Just set yourself up, girlfriend. I don't know. In college, I was definitely, and a lot of people were. I was just oh, like, yeah. let's go do stuff fun. Right. We're young. Like, let's right. do this. One one day, we're going to have responsibilities, and right. we're not going to be able to do yes. this. And, and there's so a time like, in our life to do that. There's a time in our life to, like, yeah. want to, like, yeah. buckle down and be a little bit better. And then that's going to reward us later for when we want to do all those crazy things again it's like yeah. a cycle we'll see you know this will be fun I, but i just think it's like i'm tired yeah i think i i think i've done a lot and i think i've like done a lot with the fun side and experiencing life now it's like time to like uh just really figure out like what are my real goals like yeah. don't we I, this another thing is like i don't want to say like i'm like not allowed if i say something out loud i have to do it like no point blank period like i better stop shut my mouth because if i don't say right. i say it out loud i gotta do it because like, like you don't oh just just yourself you're like okay no i spoke this into existence other people are hearing me i'm doing it. and people like don't take you seriously if you keep saying things and oh. like you don't do it like i never want to be that person okay, and so either. it's like always daily practice of doing like 
practicing that daily, not doing that. So that would, I would say, be mine. I love that. Yeah, that's a great one. For me, for my second one, um, one thing that this, I'm going to kind of merge these two together, but something that I really want to be intentional with in the new year is um, I want to be like really organized. And I don't mean that very surface level. I mean that by like, there are a couple things that I really want to implement, like quarter check-ins with myself or like every few months, couple months check in with myself. And specifically, like, personally and professionally. And one thing that I, like, want to set up is, like, literally having setting quarterly goals. Because I'm the kind of person that I might set, like, a very generic goal for myself. And I just won't simply... The steps to do it. Yeah, I won't write down the steps or I won't obtain it because it's, like, it seems too complicated for me. And it's just how my brain works, too. I do struggle with ADHD. So, like, things breaking... Breaking things down is something that I really want to be intentional about in the new year because... I feel like there's a lot of areas in my life where I'm like, I need to be more this way and I need to be more like organized and structured. Obviously still have room for like, you know, creative and like think outside the box moments. But in general, what I'm like craving is like more of a sense of stability and like, where is that? Hold on. Sorry. I didn't. I totally messed up because I was like trying to read off of it, but it was wasn't well, working. I know. Like, what is that? I know. <laughs> These are your I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, but yeah, in general, I just like want. I think I just want more stability, and I think I'll get that through keeping myself organized. So I mean by like creating more routines for myself and being very like intentional about that. If that does this. Is, I feel like I'm being very broad about this, but what I really mean is like I feel like I've been floating kind of since graduation. Like I haven't really been and I mean that mainly yeah. because I've been like living in different places. I was living in Tricity, so now I'm back home. I don't have like my own environment. I don't have these things. And so I feel like I'm just kind of like I don't have a full on work environment that like I'm able to totally thrive in all the time because I work, you know, in my bedroom at my parents' house and now I'm gonna have like a, you know, space to do that. So keeping up with those organizing things like making the environment like i talked about previously like my own and that makes me really motivated and just setting myself up for success like future me or just like a couple days ahead me <laughs> is something that i really want to prioritize so i'm trying to implement new things into my life like writing things down more i want to really start trying to journal and really stick hard to it and because i just know i have like the worst memory ever i know a lot of people say that i, I have a very bad memory and it unfortunately like really hurts me sometimes because it's not like I intentionally forget things or things like will go by and I'm like I can't keep myself organized. And so implementing habits that are gonna help that is what I really wanna do and writing things down and like using my notes at more and things like that is just gonna super help me. So I'd say that would be it, plus like the setting the quarterly goals of yeah. like just checking in with myself every quarter, like what goals do you want this like these? few months so like Riley and I are always like okay in this part what do we want to do with the podcast at this time so like by this date and so doing more things like that in my personal life like by this date I want to do this so just like setting more goals for myself but making them in smaller increments if that makes sense so that's kind of like another resolution that's kind of morphed into one 
for personal stuff. Just and that's gonna help my like mental health journey. That's gonna help my like career journey. I mean, that's gonna help every aspect of my life, building relationships, communicating. And so just being really mindful of that and just really just trying to make myself better for mm-hmm. me and for other people. So that is a great goal. Yeah. It's kind of vague, but it's also like I have so many I mean, I could talk about it for hours, which I'm not trying to go too in depth with it because there's so many like little aspects that I just feel like are hard to explain because it's like just one goes on my head. So yeah, like knowing that I'm going to strive for stability is like something that I definitely would say. So if that doesn't describe what it's like to be in your 20s, I don't know what does. Keep down me, Stona. I'm done. Oh, I think that's a really good goal. I think that's like something like, I feel like, I mean, besties, besties. We're saying this also like accountability wise. That's like one thing when you say it on the internet. You do have to do it. You look like silly. Right. So um, like in a year from now, bless you. in a year from now, you bitches better be holding us accountable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, If I have like, so I had three that I nailed down right now. So I kind of gave you like overarching, like personal goal. And I'm going to nail down three other goals that are like, I think they're, I think they're completely obtainable. Um, I think that I have a, a glimpse of like the plan of action for it. Um, and I just like feel like I would feel really good about myself if I did it, you know? Yay. Okay. So what they are. So through my role in my work, I like really want to get like, if I had an overarching theme to my, my role right now, I want to be really good at what I do now. So it's like really just like, it's not about like being really good at every single thing. Like I want to focus on like maybe three things in my role and whether that's like building system, writing more content and being a, or be a lot better about thinking ahead those are like my top three things i want to be really good at within my role of my job as for other things i we have will be launching and by the time this comes out um maybe a week after this comes out it's the body collective and for those who are interested in connecting with other like powerful people females with across all different industries we would love to build that list into at least 500 people by the end of the year. And I feel like that's totally obtainable. And with the help of you guys, you can do that. My last thing is, I started a newsletter today. She did. I did. Um, you did? I did. I know you've been wanting to get back into writing. I know. <laughs> it's kind of like, because like, I, I enjoy writing. But like, I think when you think about it as work, then it's you don't want to do it. Right. So it's like when I, I started one for like myself and all myself. I'll plug it. Don't worry. But like I, I started it and it's called Through My Eyes. Um, and so wait, I love my mark, my marketing, like yeah, my marketing juices are tingling. Was that the right word? Yeah, I think it is. Sure, I I made that up, but you know what I mean. It could be the alcohol. Literally have like, if you can see if you're watching us live on the YouTube's. I drank like a quarter of my drink. Riley has finishers, and I feel like I'm soundboard. So I'm spitting bars. For, I'm just kidding. Um, pause for the yeah. sip. Pause for the sip. Okay. But back to my. I'm going to write about my fun, my funny stories. Like I feel like a lot of people tell me I have funny stories. Tell I want to talk anything I want to talk about and write about. I'll tell you a lot of life stories, perspective stuff, food stuff. She has her food, her Riley table in trouble. Oh, sweetie girl. 
So like, if you're just like kind of want to know my inner thoughts and like the way I see the world through my eye, it's on Substack. You got it. I think we got Take a listen. Take a take a read. And um, by the time this is published, my I'll have an article or so on there. So that is so exciting. I feel like that's also ties into like more of a personal goal as well not just with like wanting to write and wanting to get into that and have a creative hobby that doesn't feel like work but also I feel like writing is one of the most therapeutic things especially for people who do enjoy writing because that's one thing that I wish I did more like I said I want to journal more and write things down more and just like put my thoughts out there because I was literally I was even outlining what I wanted to say or like some ideas and reflecting on the past year because I'm like okay like Riley said you had to flip through photos and kind of see like what actually went on last year or this year and I think it's so cool because you're going to be able to really like even bet on your paper even if you don't publish them like you're going to be able to like get out those stories get out those memories and I feel like when you write things down or when you repeat them a lot like you're going to remember them more and they're kind of mm-hmm. like you can also look back on them it's like vlogging is like any sort of documentation you're going to be able to like look back on that and feel really yeah inspired by like previous you you know yeah. stories so. are healing i feel like oh. telling stories and lis- listening to stories and uh reading stories could be very healing but i hope that what i have to say can be healing for you and i think that a lot of people have a lot to teach me about what healing looks like to them um doing that so physically and mentally whatever but as we close out this podcast like what's like one word you want to focus on for the next year for me it's confidence confidence a lot of people think or like say i'm a very confident person um i think there's always progress yeah to be made a lot it's like you see a lot of people who are like look very confident blah 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 Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of like i think either work to be done or a lot of like not saying I'm like any, but like, if there's anything I want, is a like confidence in myself, confidence in like my ability to be disciplined, my confidence in my work, and all of that. Yeah. I think that's a good goal. Like, I think that's it's a really good. Yeah, I think, and it and it covers a lot of areas of your life, not just like the general. I want to be more confident. Like, yeah. no, that's not fear is a part of the recipe. Yes, I think open mindedness would be something i want to focus on oh geez i'm trying to think the confidence one that's a really good one um discipline you said discipline and that immediately stuck out to me because i've been struggling a lot with discipline and like working remotely working for myself that's really hard and sometimes I'm like, I would, I sometimes want to rather work like a job that provides me structure, but then I'm like, no, this challenges me. So, gosh, one single word. I think those are all good words. I think so too. I, I would honestly say open mindedness because that also has something to do with discipline and like perspective and really trying to be in tune with myself, but then also focusing on other people too. And yeah. I think open-mindedness because I'm going to be having a lot of change this year and not letting it like be overwhelming and obviously all of that's going to happen but allowing myself to just be open-minded and have that be like a highlight it's probably really important for me this year 
Mm-hmm. So I'd say that open-mindedness was a word I want to focus on just, you know, with every aspect, being open-minded to new jobs, to new everything, new experiences. So, yeah, I'd say open-mindedness is my word. Got it. Yeah. So open-mindedness and confidence. We want to be open-minded and confident this this year. This is our open-minded and confident era. Thank you. Thank you. And that's on the period. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Or watching this episode. Or watching this episode. Shout out. Mm-hmm. But we launch our podcast every Wednesday. For those who have gotten to this point, thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in connecting with us, please follow us on Instagram at Baddies New Business, TikTok, YouTube. LinkedIn has been popping off. She has been. All of our business baddies are on LinkedIn. And if you are interested in joining the Baddie Collective, please feel free to send us a message on any of these platforms and we will be sure to send you the link. Yes, we will. And if you have had a tough year, we wish you and sending our best wishes for an amazing and optimistic, happy and purpose-filled year in 2023. This is our sleigh era. Okay? Sleigh baddies. Sleigh baddies in 2023. Let's go! All I can think of is like the the rapid horde. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out. Bye, baddies.